this generation, Gen Z, are going to have at least 17 different jobs across four to five different industries. And I'm getting chills as I think about this, Bronwyn. There is no such thing as a mistake because every step we take in our lives, in our professional journeys, is building on the next one, is exposing us to the next door that'll open. Well, hello there, my friend. This is the last episode of 20 Minutes with Bronwyn for season four, and we are closing strong, my people. This episode is very focused though. I will tell you it is dedicated to recent college graduates wondering what in the hell they're supposed to do with their lives now that college is over. And it is also dedicated to the parents and the people who love these students, former students, who may be standing around wringing their hands, wondering how to help their beloved college student figure out what the hell to do next. And our guide for this conversation is the amazing, the delightful, the divine, Ms. Andrea Koppel. Andrea is an award-winning former CNN journalist who has now dedicated her life to coaching college students, to helping them find careers they love. And she knows a thing or two about the process of finding the right career fit. Because after leaving CNN, Andrea went on her own journey of career discernment and discovery. She became senior vice president of communications at MR Strategic Services, which is a cause-oriented public affairs firm. She served as director of international communications for the American Red Cross and went on to become vice president of global engagement and policy for Mercy Corps, which is a global humanitarian and development organization. And now Andrea is taking all of that hard won experience and wisdom and working with college students. And how is she doing that? One, she's doing it through her podcast, Time for Coffee. That's time, the number four, coffee, or T for C, for those of us in the know, which is a virtual library of carefully curated career conversations with hundreds of professionals in dozens of different careers. And the interviews are on point, of course, because, you know, she knows a thing or two about interviewing from her days at CNN. The other way she works with college students is through her college to career Clarity Online Course, which is an asynchronous digital course, seven lessons, and it helps confused, anxious, and overwhelmed students identify at least three job functions or industries they'd be psyched to explore when they graduate. In other words, she is the person we all wish we had when we graduated college when we were floundering around wondering what the heck to do. And she's here to tell us the most important thing for your student or for you, if you are the student or the recent graduate to know about what's next. She's just a freaking wealth of information. You're going to love her. I could have talked to her all day. In fact, I'm like trying to manifest some kind of trip to visit her because I just want, I just want to be around her. She's the best. So I'm going to stop talking and I'll see you on the other side and I'll let you know how to get in touch with her. Okay, let's dive in. I want to start by asking you, my beautiful friend, you've had this incredible career Where did your calling come from to work with young people like this? Like, how did you get that whisper of intuition that said, you know what, I need to aim my talents and my gifts at this community of human beings, which is 
the peeps just coming out of their cocoons of college and moving into their careers. What made you aim there? So it's because I had dropped into my heart. I had begun meditation a couple of years before. And that is what led me to find the courage to quit my job at Mercy Corps, where I was a vice president of global engagement and policy. And I had worked there for six years. And my heart was calling to me to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And I'm such a type A, like you, always had my career front and center. And my heart told me, no, my son was then 13 and I wanted to deepen my relationship with him, Bronwyn. Just for my listeners, they understand with an exclamation mark and underlined. When Andrea said her career was front and center, sister was like going to Libya pregnant. Am I right? I mean... Am I right about that? I was like eight months pregnant, super crazy, insane woman. I know that you probably like beat yourself up for that. But to me, this is what makes women so fierce is that when we're focused on a goal, and in this case, it was in your capacity as a journalist, you needed that story. The world needed you to get that story. And you went and got that story with a wee babe in the belly. I'm sorry, Andrea, men could never. Oh my God. Let me tell you, like with the heartburn, all kinds of things going on. I was 32 weeks pregnant. So crazy cuckoo. Thank God my son who was breech did not arrive while I spent 10 days in Libya. Thank God I made it back. And I think it was a month later delivered him. He was still three weeks early. But anyway, so I had dropped into my heart, not into my pregnant belly at this point and decided I was going to quit my job to deepen my relationship with my son. And as part of the deal with my husband, that we would then go to his one salary, not our two income household. I said, look, I'll do all the housekeeping stuff. And suddenly Bronwyn, I had radical headspace. I was walking the dog and for the first time binging on podcasts and at the same time had all of these young people reaching out to me as they always had for career advice. Yeah. And I was like, where's the platform for them to go to get career advice on demand? Because while I am very happy to give them this career advice, it's so inefficient because you're reinventing the wheel every time. Every conversation. Yeah, you're sharing those pearls of wisdom, those insights. And I thought, gosh, I had just come out of Mercy Corps where the mantra inside Mercy Corps was about scale, scaling solutions. And the problem that I saw was young people, college students and young professionals who didn't know what was going on inside different jobs, didn't understand how careers really evolved. And I thought, I've got my little earbuds in and I'm listening to podcasts. 
I know how to interview people. I know yes, how to ask do. questions. Yes, you do. Why don't I just create a podcast? Incredible. And that was the genesis of Time for Coffee, which is shorthand for, hey, Bronwyn Solombani, do you have time to grab a cup of coffee with me so I can ask you about what you do in yes. your job yes. and how you built your amazing career? Because, hello, I got the delight of interviewing you on oh my Time God, for it was Coffee. Such a blast. I loved it. But that's one of the things that I think is so powerful about what you're doing with it, which it's one of those ideas where you're like, God, why isn't anybody doing this? Because now that you see it, you're like, of course, this podcast needs to exist because we can't. What's that phrase? You can't be what you can't see. And so through your podcast, college students can see all these different careers, all these different. I mean, you've had the most amazing variety. There was like the funeral director all the way to like filmmakers or, you know, I mean, you've just ran the gamut with this incredible pot. How many episodes have you dropped now at this point? Well, I have dropped as of the end of March, 2022, when we're doing this interview, just about 950 episodes. However, 950 freaking, <laughs> I mean, okay, what? but that isn't 950 guests. Yeah, That's yeah. over 300 guests. And then I Cut slice it and dice it. it. Yeah, I slice it and dice it. But the real magic of what has happened as a result of interviewing over 300 people is that I have seen the cross-cutting patterns mm-hmm. in the way that our collective careers have unfolded. And as a result of that, Because I started building Time for Coffee in 2018, a full two years before the pandemic, I realized that there's so much really crappy career advice out there, Bronwyn, and so much well-intentioned but misleading advice that college students are getting. And that is what pulled me into career coaching, which then pulled me into becoming who I am today, which is an ed tech entrepreneur. I mean, who could have guessed like when you were walking the dog as with free headspace, but that's how intuition works. You just follow the next breadcrumb and the next breadcrumb. And before you know it, you're in the online education space as an entrepreneur. (laughs) Yes. And this is what I am teaching the college students that I coach and that watch my now digital college to career clarity course. College to career clarity. I love that. I love that because that's, that's the jump. These kids are, they're not kids, they're adults. They're ready to start their lives. They leave college and they have zero career clarity and it's terrifying for them. It is. And what I do is to empower them Mm -hmm. to realize that when they trust themselves, And block out the noise from social media, from well-intentioned professors, from loving family members who are 
so often coming from a place of fear themselves. Right. That if they, and I'm talking about the students, learn to drop into their hearts and their gut and trust their intuition of, gosh, this is where my real interests lie and go in that direction and just get started. Just take that first step. Yeah. The rest will reveal itself because that is what happens with life. You've just seen a snapshot of what has happened in my own life when I dropped into my heart and didn't come from a place of fear. And I'm not saying that fear dissipates. Of course, fear is there, but it's the primitive part of our brains. It's the fight, flight, or fear and not the joy. Yes. The excitement that life has for us if we learn to trust our hearts. You know, it's interesting when I think about what you're doing with this course. And just for the listener, this course is available on your website or where should they go? They come to me on LinkedIn. Got it. And I provide them with the link to the course because I'm really at this point just dipping my toe in the business to consumer. Right now, I'm an adjunct professor at the University of Maryland, where I've just taught the College to Career Clarity digital course and am moving into the consumer. So, Andrea, just really quick, though, you taught this to the students at the University of Maryland. What was the success rate that you were seeing with kids that came into the course not knowing what the hell they were going to do next? What does that look like? A hundred percent career clarity, Bronwyn, because Jesus, when oh my God. You, maybe there's some grownups that are like, I'm going to take Andrea's course. Well, at this point, it really is just for college students, <laughs> because the truth is the truth is that no one is teaching our college students. And it's really just for juniors and seniors. Yeah how to think about what they've learned inside and outside the classroom, Bronwyn. Yeah. Because the way that higher ed is structured right now, you are identified and you are self-identifying by your major. That's right. And what is that? It's the tiny house that you think you're going to be forced to live in for the rest of your life. Oh my and God. What I do is I break down the walls of that tiny house, Bronwyn. Beautiful. And I show them that what they have learned inside and outside the classroom is the foundation of a professional skyscraper. That they are going to be building over the course of their life with each new job and each new career being the floors of a skyscraper that they are building over the course of their life. And all they have to do is take that first step Yeah, is to start anywhere with any job and 
I'm going to just right here, right now, address one of the worst pieces of advice that so many oh, of I'm, these young people get. That was the next thing I was going to ask you, like, what is the most common worst piece of advice they hear? Follow your passion. Mm, amen. Follow your passion. And I don't know about you, but when I was a college student, when I was graduating, I had no clue what my professional passion was. Same. And what I have come to realize is that the way that you find your passion is by being a mad scientist. Because what does a mad scientist do, Bronwyn? Right? She's in there in the lab. Yeah. She's got her test tubes and her Bunsen burner and her goofy plastic goggles on. Yeah. yeah. And she's experimenting. She's throwing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, seeing what happens. Yeah. And sometimes it blows up in her face yeah. and she's covered in soot mm. and it's a bloody mess. Yep. And that isn't a fail. A scientist doesn't view an experiment that blows up in their face as a fail. That is the process. It's data. It's data that you have to go through to find the right formula. And it's the that. same thing with our passion. You have to try different jobs in different industries and experiment and iterate. Yeah. To find the right formula. Yes. For you, because each of us is a unique formula. And what works for me, the passionate formula for me is not going to be the right passionate formula for you or exactly. for your daughter or your son or yeah. whoever is in your life. Yeah. Each of us is different. Yeah. Okay. So this is the thing I was getting to. When I am stressed, when I am anxiety ridden about something I'm facing, I love the mantra, trust the process. Cause I have a process. I have a process for pretty much everything I do at this point. I have my ways because I'm 48 years old and I've built my processes. When it comes to trying to figure out your career at that age, there is no process. Nobody's taught anybody a process. And so these college students, all they can cling to is some amorphous idea about finding your freaking passion, which they're like, you know, my passion is partying. Like, what, you know, I don't know. So I think that makes so much sense. And I love that this course sort of breaks down a process for them to follow. And is it something, Andrea, that they can repeat when they hit another crossroads? They're like, okay, I remember the process that I picked up in college to career clarity. Is it totally. is that how it works? Totally. And we begin by taking inventory. Ooh. So we take inventory of their hard slash technical skills yep. and their soft slash interpersonal skills. And then I show them how those skills align with different job functions. So those categories of jobs, yeah. whether it's a creative job function yeah. Yeah. or a research job function or communications or finance or technical. So it gives them that starting some, point. Some parameters to work with. Right? Correct. 
because the way they go about job searching is just by scrolling on job boards and they see random jobs and they're like, oh, that sounds good. Or, oh, that sounds that. And they're all over the map. Wow. And then when it comes to applying for their jobs, there is no alignment behind why. Right. It's just this looks like fun. So we get alignment around their skills. Yeah. What really plays to their strengths. And then I show them that their interests, their hobbies, their extracurriculars, their volunteer work, their part time or full time jobs, their side hustles. Yes. That all of that aligns with different industries. Yes. And that conversation around side hustle, though, that's a new creation, right? When you and I were coming up in the world, there was no side hustle other than when you just needed to pay the rent. Like I had three jobs in college, one that was paid, two that were unpaid because I was trying to amass experience while also making the rent. But that wasn't considered a side hustle. That was just like, I'm surviving. Talk about side hustle right now and how you see that fitting into a career journey. First of all, Mm -hmm. side hustles come in all shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. And usually it is a strong indicator of an interest. Yes. Because it's what lights us up. It's the thing that we want to do with our free time and Maybe we're actually generating revenue from it. And that's where it comes into. So when we talk about looking how your interests align with different industries and your job functions are cross-cutting, guess what? Into all of those industries. So if one of your side hustles, the thing that you maybe are earning enough money to I don't know, beer money at that point. Look at the industries that that may align with and where your strengths, where are you playing to your strengths? It may be in a communications function. It may be in a coding function. Who the heck knows? Well, guess what? The world is your oyster now. As one of my students said after taking the College of Career Clarity, We broke down the walls of that tiny house and they were able to see that, oh my God, my options are, you know, they're limitless. And this generation, it seems to me that they understand manifesting. They understand intention. Well, Oprah introduced it to me in her own way, but it used to be sort of this woo-woo weird thing. I, it seems like this generation of kids gets it and they want to tap into it. And I love that that's also baked into your process. A hundred percent, Bronwyn. But I will also say that this generation, Gen Z, yeah, are so flooded right now with fear because their entire lives have been punctuated by trauma. And if you go back to 9-11, whether they were born in 2001 or whether they were born in the fallout of 2001, they then had the Great Recession 
watching their parents, family members lose their jobs, get furloughed, laid off or whatever happened as a result of that. Then you had all the school shootings, which are still going on. Black Lives Matter, the Me Too movement, and of course, the pandemic. So, so many of them. Yes, so many of them, their brains, even if they want to manifest that joy, that amazing next step in their life, they have not processed the grief that they have experienced through their young lives, that they have been immobilized. That is why so many of our young people who've graduated in recent years, and even those who will be graduating in 2022, have a failure to launch. Oh, Andrea. So we talk about this at the very, very beginning of College to Career Clarity in terms of just getting centered and trying to acknowledge and see them for the young people that they are who are dealing with a whole lot of shit. Meanwhile, they're swimming in social media, which can be both blessing and curse. Back to this question. First of all, I have never in my life heard anyone break that piece down. I feel like there's a blame the victim mentality when it comes to the failure to launch peeps, that they've been coddled, that they've been this, they've been that. I have never heard their pain, their grief acknowledged. And what's it like for them when they hear that from you? Well, for those who are doing the digital course, I don't know because I'm not seeing that, but I also want to acknowledge my amazing partner out there, Melissa Dewar, who is Mm. actually a grief counselor. She's a certified grief counselor and an ordained UCC minister. And she and I have been bouncing around an op-ed idea. And it was through our conversation and our shared experiences, mine with the Gen Z and hers with the people that she coaches, that we connected those dots. So this was Melissa Duer. And by the way, amazing, amazing person. If you need a grief coach counselor, she is out there. And how do you spell her last name in case listeners want to look her up? D-O-U-A-I-R-E. And I myself am using her as a grief counselor. And she's just an extraordinary human being. Wow. So I will say with the young people who I have coached face to face. Yeah. There is this, oh my God, like taking a step back because there is a lot of, I think, They beat themselves up. Why? Why don't I have that same resilience, that same grit that my parents have? Yeah. And look, we grew up in a very different time and we could say, well, my goodness, there's the greatest generation and grief has permeated the lives of every generation. But to your point, Bronwyn, we didn't have the surround sound 
of our phones, of social media. And it's a constant reminder of all that they don't have, aren't accomplishing, because all we ever post on social media is the highlight reel. And I think, God, I just can't believe what a gift that lens is, I would imagine, because just like with any of us, we can't create our path or it's harder to create our path forward and get past the fear if we haven't acknowledged the fear itself, the grief beneath the fear, the anger, whatever that cocktail is in the amygdala, as you say, I just think that is so, so wise. We talked about the worst piece of career advice people get is follow your passion, which is like, what does even that mean? If you could invert that and have the mantra that you wish was permeating the culture, what might that mantra be? Is it like, do the next right thing? What's the alternative to that narrative? Just pick a first step. Amazing. This generation, Gen Z, are going to have at least 17 different jobs across four to five different industries. And I'm getting chills as I think about this, Bronwyn, because I believe firmly in the magic of life. And that's encompasses the black magic. Hello, pandemic. Mm. Hello, times in our lives when we've been thrown curveballs that have been very individual to us, whether it's getting fired, whether it's having an opportunity that we thought we were going to get suddenly disappear. Yeah. And then what happens? There's something unbelievable on the other side of that. That's right. So there's the black magic and there's the pixie dust. Yes. Yes. Those opportunities that come our way because we just so happen to meet such and such a person or we just so happen to go to the party that we weren't going to go to and end up discovering an industry that we didn't even know existed. So take that first step. There is no such thing as a mistake because every step we take in our lives, in our professional journeys is building on the next one, is exposing us to the next door (laughs) that'll open. Yeah. And all of our skills build on the others. And so I say to the young people that I coach, just get started. Yes. The way will reveal itself. I love that. Oh my God. I love that so much. And I feel so blessed because my daughter is going to be a junior next year and she's going to start the whole college, my oldest. And I feel grateful to know that you're there changing the conversation around this and bringing some clarity, some process, but also some magic and abundance to the conversation around what to do after college. I think it can be a paralyzing, terrifying thing. And it's so funny that the sun is shining behind you and it looks like you have this like holy halo. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, look at her. Look at St. Andrea just radiating over there. Oh my 
God, you are touching my heart. And I love the fact that you're getting blinded while you stare it. at me and you see something positive. In I'm that. not getting blinded. <laughs> I'm getting blessed, my friend. I'm getting so blessed. So I just want to kind of bring this to a close by asking for the parents that are listening to this podcast, how can they find you? They go on LinkedIn. They 100%. look up Andrea Koppel. They come on LinkedIn yep. and just DM me. Yeah. They could also go to my website, which mm-hmm. is time, the number four mm-hmm. coffee.org. And they can reach out to me, schedule a career clarity session mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that they come with their child, yeah. with their yeah. young adult, yep. and that we have a joint conversation. But I want to say to them, take a deep breath. The young beloved in your life is going to be fine. I love that. Just have faith in them. Trust them. The answer is inside them. It's not inside you. Just empower them. Yeah. To believe in themselves. That's right. My father and I had lots of complicated issues, but one of the things that he got so right was when it came for me to do my career move and move out of college and into a job, his strategy of benign neglect actually became really powerful because he would just smile at me and be like, God, I can't wait to see what you do next. God, I'm proud of whatever you've already done. Don't worry, honey. And his phrase was, you're going to chew it up and spit it out. Whenever I'd be like, dad, I can't do this. I don't, honey, you're going to chew it up and spit it out. And it wasn't, he never meddled. He never got in the mix. He never tried to tell me where to go and who to talk to. He just sat there with a big smile on his face. Like he had already seen the movie and he knew it was a happy ending. And that steady presence, that playful twinkle in the eye, like you go chew it up and spit it out, honey. That was more powerful than a hundred million pieces of advice. Completely. And I will say that not everyone is built like Bronwyn or is built like me. Yeah. Yeah. And that is why for those of our loved ones who are stuck, anxious or confused. Yes. They just need to be equipped with a framework that helps them launch, that shows them that the answer is within them and helps them to sort through all the jumble inside their heads so that they can feel empowered to take that first step. Incredible. My friend, you are a gift to this world. I bless the day Ben Kiker introduced us and I will make sure that in the show notes, there are links to all the resources. Congratulations on the course. I know what a labor of love those things are. I have a course too, for anybody listening, if you want to get better at conflict management, noenemy.bronwyncommunications.com. I'm just going to plug my course too. And many, many thanks, Andrea, for coming on. We just, we love you. We bless you. And Hopefully I'll have you on again because I'm just getting started with you. It has been such a joy to speak with you, Bronwyn. And as you know, I am such a huge fan of 20 Minutes with Bronwyn and of the, 
beautiful spirit and energy that you put out on your amazing show. So you, the feeling is so, so mutual. Thank you. Well, you have a beautiful day, my friend. God, I love that woman. Isn't she just the best? So a couple things. If you want to get in touch with Andrea and hear more about her course, the best way to reach her is through LinkedIn. She is I mean, on fire on LinkedIn. She is so active. She adds so much value. She's like actually my favorite part of LinkedIn. It's Andrea, just like it sounds, Koppel, K-O-P-P-E-L, like Ted Koppel, because it's her dad. No joke, for real. And find her there. You'll find all about her podcast. You'll find out about her course. And you should just connect with her because she's a dream. The other resource I want to point you to is I did a YouTube video about how to ace a job interview. And I literally just got a love letter from someone on my newsletter distribution saying how helpful it was for getting her job. So if we're going to do like a wine pairing here, you're going to want to pair the Andrea Koppel content with my YouTube video about icing your job interview and you will get that job. Trust and believe. Anyway, thank you for listening. Please know that I am so grateful for you. I'm going to take July and August off to just recharge, juice up, and I will see you in the fall. Shine on, my friend. We need your light.